Number 21, Muhammad Az-Zahid. My illness is that I no longer care about my illness. O oh, remedy of my illness, it is you who are my illness. For a time I repented, but since I've known you, my repentance became lost in you. Your coming near is now like your growing distant. When shall rest come? Abu Bakr Ashibli. Sheikh Muhammad Az-Zahid was the perfection of the pious, the genius of the guides, the essence of sainthood. Upon him was bestowed the divine caliphate, and the spiritual kingdom was his shelter. He combined in his person the heavenly knowledge and the divine law. He grasped the best of the way of the truth until he became the locus of all heavenly inspirations. In him appeared the knowledge of spiritual knowers. He is known as the unique one in knowledge and in the use of the pen. He carried in his heart the secrets of attracting the hearts of people. Praise belongs all to God, who established in him heavenly inspiration, and who gave him miraculous powers in every important matter. He adorned him with the perfect light of Muhammad in the beginning of his ascent to the state of spiritual knowledge. He was the secret of his sheikh, the qibla for his sheikh's people, the inheritor of his sheikh's knowledge. He wrote a book on the spiritual hallmarks of his sheikh, Sheikh Ubaidullah, called Silsilat al-Arifin wa Tazkirat al-Siddiqin, wherein he said, I served my sheikh for twelve years, from 883 to 895 Hijra, 1478 to 1490 current era, until his death. The cause of my connection and my initiation to him occurred one day when I went with a companion, Sheikh Nimatullah, from Samarkand to Herat for the sake of furthering our education. When we reached the village of Shadiman, we stayed there many days to rest because it was the hot season. One day, Sheikh Ubaidullah al-Ahrar came to the same city, and we went to visit him at the time of the afternoon prayer. He asked me where I was from. I said, from Samarkand. He was speaking to us in the finest manner. Through his speech he revealed all the private matters that were in my heart, piece by piece, until he told me why I was travelling to Herat. That was so amazing that it made my heart connect with him. He said to me, If your goal is to seek education and knowledge, you can find it here. There is no need to go to Herat. I acknowledged that every petty gossip and every inspiration that were in my heart were as open to him as the pages of a book. Even so, 
I was still intending to go to Herat. A little while later, one of his followers, who was unhappy with my intention, said, "The sheikh is busy writing. You can go." I did not go, but waited until the sheikh came back again. The sheikh came back and said to me, "Now tell me your real story. Why are you going to Herat?" Are you going in search of the spiritual path, or are you going there to seek external knowledge? My friend replied on my behalf, "He is seeking spiritual knowledge, but he is using the pursuit of external learning as a cover." He said, "If that is the case, that is good." Then he took me in his private garden, and we walked together until we disappeared from the sight of the people. He took hold of my hand, and I immediately entered the state of self-effacement for a long time. I understood he was connecting me to his sheikh, and from him to his sheikh, and from him to his sheikh, all the way to the prophet, and from the prophet up to God. Glorious and exalted. He then told me that I will be able to read and understand his writings. He wrapped them up, gave them to me, and told me, "In them is the reality of worship through obedience and piety and humbleness." By means of this paper, if you follow it, you will realize a vision of God. Almighty and exalted. This way is based on the love of God, which is based on following the footsteps of the Prophet, which is based on knowledge of His Sunnah. The Prophet said, "You have to follow my way and the way of my Caliphs after me." For this. You must accompany the righteous scholars who are the inheritors of the knowledge of the religion, and the inheritors of the knowledge of heaven, the inheritors of the unseen knowledge, and the knowledge of the holy attributes, the inheritors of the love of the divine presence. Their company will lead you to manifest the divine knowledge, and to follow the pure way of the Prophet. You must keep away from corrupt scholars who use religion as a means to collect the pleasures of this world, and to acquire fame and position. Avoid the dancing Sufis who are like children, irresponsible. Do not listen to those who speak without understanding about all kinds of nonsense, about the lawful and the unlawful. Without ever speaking of the importance of not deviating from the beliefs of the community of the way of the Prophet, do not listen to the arguments of the philosophers and the people who understand nothing of Sufism except its name, yet pretend to be Sufis. May God, my son, greet you with the greetings of Islam. He then went back to his group, recited Surah Fatiha for me, and gave me permission to go to Herat. 
I left his presence directing myself to Bukhara. He sent after me a messenger with a letter addressed to the Sheikh Kalan, son of Maulana Sadadin al-Kashgari. In it was written, You have to look after my son who is carrying my letter and to keep him from mixing with bad scholars. When I saw that lovely gesture from him, my love for him deepened in my heart. Yet I did not go back to him, but continued on to Herat. The way to Bukhara took a long time, because my mount was weak. I had to stop every one or two miles. I had gone through six donkeys by the time I reached Bukhara. When I finally arrived, my eyes became afflicted and I was unable to see for many days. When my condition improved, I prepared to leave for Herat. I came down with a high fever. I was so sick that it came to my heart that if I continued I might die. I decided not to travel further but to go back and serve the sheikh. After I reached Tashkent, I decided to visit Sheikh Ilyas al-Ashaki. I left my books, my clothes and my animal with a caretaker. One of Sheikh Ubaidallah's servants saw me on the way. I said, Let us visit Sheikh Ilyas. He said, Where is your animal? Bring it to my house and then we will go to visit. As I was going to retrieve my animal, a voice came to me saying, Your animal is dead, and all that is on it has disappeared. A great confusion came over me. I realized that the sheikh was not happy with my planned visit to Sheikh Ilyas. The thought came to my heart, Look how my sheikh is directing all his power to lift me up while I have decided to visit someone else. I decided not to visit Sheikh Ilyas al-Ashaki, but instead to go directly to Sheikh Obaidullah al-Ahrar. When this came to my heart, a man came to me and said, We have found your animal with all your possessions on it. I returned to the person with whom I had left the animal, and he told me, I tied your animal up here, and when I looked up, it had disappeared. I looked everywhere. It was as if the earth had swallowed it up. Then I returned again, and there was the animal right where I had tethered it in the first place. I took my animal and set off to Samarkand to Sheikh Obaidullah al-Ahrar. When I arrived, he came out saying, Welcome, welcome. I stayed with the Sheikh and never left him until he left this world. He had perfect belief. He accepted whatever his sheikh taught him, and nothing anyone could say would change that belief. He said, My sheikh used to speak about spirituality and secret knowledge. He would always direct his speech towards me and ask me, When you hear me speak about divine realities, Does it cause any conflict in you with regard to the beliefs which you got from your parents and your teachers and scholars? I said, No, my sheikh. 
he said, Then you are the one to whom we can speak. One day, my sheikh was sick, and he ordered me to get a doctor from Herat. Maulana Kasim came to me and said, O Muhammad, make your travelling very quick coming and going, because I cannot stand for the sheikh to be sick for long. I travelled quickly and returned with the doctor, but I found that the sheikh was well, and Maulana Khasim had died. My trip had taken me thirty-five days. I asked my sheikh, How did Maulana Khasim die when he was so young? He said, When you left, Maulana Khasim came to me and said, I am giving my life for yours. I told him, O my son, do not do that, because so many people love you. He said, O my sheikh, I did not come here to consult you. I have made the decision, and God has accepted it from me. No matter what I said, I couldn't change his mind. The next day he became sick with the sickness I had, which was reflected on him. He died on the 6th of Rabi al-Awal, and I was immediately well, without the need of a doctor. Sheikh Mohammed al-Zahid died on the 12th of Rabi al-Awal, 936 Hijra, 1529 Current Era, in Samarkand. He passed his secret to his nephew, Sheikh Darwish Mohammed as Samarkandi.